We're back. Double cover. Double cover. Double cover. Mama, we made it. The network picked us up. Well, we're like established. We, we need the signs that says like clap, cheer, laugh. J-Mac here. D-Mac to the right. Welcome to Double Coverage. Mama, we made it. What's up, everybody? Jason McCordy here with my sidekick over here. I'm the host of the show. This is Dev, though. We like to bring him along uh, just to give you guys a little People bit. People only come here for me. Anyway, welcome back to Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. Uh, as you guys know, you can find us weekly on Nesson. If you miss us there, you can go on YouTube or iTunes to catch the video and audio version of our podcast as well. And then you can always follow us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that good stuff. And check out our website, McCordyTwins.com. But let's get right into it. We have the man, Sony Michelle, a.k.a. Uh, for the twins known as PlayStation, uh, here with us live on Double Coverage. Welcome to the show, Sony. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem, man. We appreciate you coming out. So we'll get right to it, man. A big game on Sunday coming off a career day. How did it feel to get out there and make those yards, break those tackles, and help propel us to a victory? Uh, it felt great, man. You know, as you guys know, how hard we work as a team. Um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you guys don't really hear too much about that, but we, 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 we fight for emphasis on, you know, running the ball as much as you guys trying to stop the run. Um, so we took pride in that this weekend, and it was great to accomplish that. Yeah, man, it was awesome to see. And then how do you guys do that when you're going and not just you going off, but as Cam says, Berkey with three touchdowns, JJ's in there running the ball hard. How is that? How is that, you know, with the running back room? How do you guys motivate each other? How do you guys always seem to be like the closest room in the locker room uh, to just be together and have just a great core group of guys? Um, I'll say just feeding off each other's energy, man. You know, you know, just walk around the building, being with each other, you know, just going off of vibes. And, you know, it all starts with our guy that we're missing, James White. Um, everybody's want to be like James White. We want to be, we want to do the things the right way. We want to do it good. We want to be sweet. We want to be fresh with it. But um, I'll say, especially in the games, man, we just feed off each other energy. We love to see each other succeed, especially when we score touchdowns. Um, we, we try to be the first one to run out there to the end zone to meet the guy, to celebrate with him. Um, so, you know, those are kind of things that kind of excite us the most. Yeah, the one thing he said is true. The running backs are always together in the building, whether it's walking out to the bus to go to the plane, whether it's going from meeting to meeting, uh, they're always together. Uh, but getting a little bit off football, uh, what does music mean to you? Uh, we know that you've recorded songs. You've been doing it for a long time, took it to Georgia with you uh, when you got on campus as well. What does music mean to you? Uh, music is kind of, you know, it, it's huge. Um, I would say everybody kind of have their escape from what they do on a daily basis and for me it's music whether it's listening to music trying to make music just trying to kind of dissect people's music other artists you know artists in the industry that's um already built that platform just listening to their craft music is a form of art and i think it's beautiful and i think that's a good way for you know i think most people use it as a an, as an escape and i think it's 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 a way to kind of just you know let yourself go and just be free all right, I got a key question here. So what was a cooler day? Draft day, you get drafted first round of New England Patriots or the first time you release an album and it's on all streaming sites, you know, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Tidal. What was a cooler feeling? I mean, you knew you was going to get drafted for a while. We saw your college tape, but putting out an album is huge. So what was a better feeling for you? 
Um, I would have to go with football, man, being drafted. You know, lifelong dream. I didn't expect to go in the first round. Um, so it was a surprise to me. I, when, I, when I released the album, I kind of knew it. Um, I was going to release it, and I knew it was going to be on all streaming sites. Um, but both were, were an accomplishment for me. But, you know, draft day was, was the biggest, man. You can't, you can't relive those moments. For sure. Do you have a favorite song that you've recorded that's kind of your go-to that you would tell people, hey, check this one out? Ooh, my go-to. I don't really have a go-to. I, 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 it, it's kind of hard because I listen to the music so much while I'm recording it that it gets to the point where I kind of get tired of listening, which I think, <laughs> which I think it kind of forced artists to kind of make more music to listen to. Um, but, you know, I, I'll just kind of say, you know, check, check out the music for the ones out there listening. And, you know, whatever you like, you know, hope, it, hope you like it and, you know, just kind of ride with it no that's cool man and i guess going back to draft day how was it to get you know drafted to the patriot and then also to see you getting drafted with isaiah obviously college teammates and you guys are really close how has it been you know getting drafted same team same city and kind of going through all of these experiences together how has that been for you it was dope um you know me and isaiah was on the same team but we were also roommates um at the time and you know, during the draft, we were both in a we were both in a group chat with our other friend Nick Chubb. We were all three in a group chat, and Isaiah got drafted first. And um, I guess when he was on the call with Bill or Mr. Kraft, he just kind of texted the group chat and was like Patriots. And so we was like, okay, okay. We kind of so we sat there, we watched it, and then uh, we were kind of just waiting. And when I got the call, I kind of put. Um, Bill on speaker and I kind of text. That was kind of like my first thought. Like, let me text the group chat and I put Patriots to kind of like you know <laughs> shock Isaiah and be like, man, this is this is crazy that we're actually in a group chat, roommates, teammates, and we about to end up being teammates again. But it was a it was a dope feeling. So so can people expect to see you, Nick Chubb and Zay riding your bikes through New York City <laughs> next off season? Are you guys looking forward to do that every year you're in the NFL? Definitely. New York City is our number one trip every offseason. That's the first trip me, Nick, and Isaiah have to take. Got to go on a bike ride through the city. You know, it, it's, it's, that's just the trip. I mean, our first time going was after our rookie year. Blew our minds away. First time ever in the city, actually. So, you know, that's something that we will kind of want to continue and start a tradition of. Dang. Hey, that's that's big right there, man. Um, what advice would you give to young athletes uh, who deal with an injury or deal with doubters? Uh, you've already uh, had a ton of key moments scoring in the Super Bowl. Uh, you've dealt with some injuries, but you've continued to go out there and perform each and every Sunday. What advice would you give to other athletes who may be in a similar situation? Uh, I would just say for, you know, athletes or anybody kind of dealing with um, what you would call outsiders, doubters, um, you know, lean on your core foundation, the people who, who, who was with you from the beginning, um, who's there to have your best interest, lean on them in your roughest moments, but continue to be you, uh, continue to work hard. There's going to be ups and downs, um, through the journey. And I think that's what makes the journey so cool. Um, cause you look back on those times when you was down and be like, man, look how far I've come. Um, 
but just keep pushing, keep working, stick to your crafts, your craft, and sometimes take it, go back to the basics. And I think it would take you to where you want to go. Now that's great advice. And then um, the last question I would ask about football is, what has been the biggest lesson so far in the NFL? You still have a young career, obviously bright future in the league. What has been the biggest lessons you've learned? You've gotten to obviously play with a lot of guys who are probably going to be Hall of Famers. Um, how has that been and what, you know, what was the biggest takeaway? Uh, my biggest takeaway is kind of, you know, kind of being a fly on the wall, man. I kind of just like, you know, I'm sure you guys see me walking through the building, kind of just more, more, more so listening to some guys like you guys, uh, just trying to learn. I think the biggest thing with being a professional is learning. How much can you learn? Um, and I try to learn from, you know, both of you guys, Slate, a lot of guys in the locker room, even some of the younger guys, I kind of try to talk to them, see, you know, where they come from, their backgrounds, and what can I learn from them. And my biggest thing is just learning and just taking, taking as much information as I can. Hey, definitely, man. Well, we appreciate you, man. Our guy, fly guy, two stacks chasing that 2,000 yards uh, every season. I saw uh, you had a coach that gave you the fly guy nickname, so that's dope, man. We definitely appreciate you coming back, coming out to see us. And, hey, we always love to see him score in the end zone, man. You got to do it, man. So we appreciate you, bro. Uh, let's get another one this week, man. Thanks for tuning in. Definitely. Appreciate y'all. Man, what's up? What you got going on in your group chat? In our man? group chat, it's obvious. LeBron James is back in the finals. The GOAT of the NBA Ten. right now. Finals appearance number 10. But he's going against a tough Heat team with Jimmy Butler and Big Bam uh, and a lot of shooters out there. Tyler Hero has been awesome. Uh, one time they beat our Celtics. Tough loss. Yeah. But uh, who are you going with in this? This guy has 10 finals appearance. The only... People, organizations, he trails the Lakers, the Celtics, the Warriors, and then LeBron James is next at 10 finals appearances. So I'm going with LeBron James. Uh, I'll go sleeper pick Miami Heat. Sometimes it's your year to win it all. And I feel like the bubble Miami team has been awesome. They've been tough to beat. So I'm going Heat. Yeah, you lost. Anyway, what do you have for the Dan O'Brien keeping it awesome moment of the week? Yeah, here we go. Dan O'Brien keeping it awesome. We always pick great moments. And this week, we have an awesome moment. Cam Newton talking to young Nikhil Harry on the side. Ace Boogie. And what does he call Nikhil? Dope Boy. He doesn't use the nicknames. They're having a conversation on the sideline. And you slowly see Cam sink all the way down. And sorry, Everybody on Ness, and I know you were hoping we would have what they were talking about. We're not sure, but that was an awesome moment just to see the camaraderie on the sideline. A lot of nonsense, but guys are having fun. And unless the fans join in on the awesome moment because they get to go. Everybody's been all over social media with their own commentary on what he was saying, what they were talking about. So that's what it's all about, winning football games and having fun. Yeah, let's see people reenact that moment. I think that would be awesome. Post it. Hashtag double coverage. Yeah, maybe for Halloween. There you go. Here we go. First question from the fans. We got some Twitter questions from the fans. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ernesto Perez and Cillian Davis asked a similar question. They asked, who's your biggest influence and why? And then what is the biggest driving force for you to compete day in and day out? Um, I would say biggest influence has obviously been my mom just in life. Uh, Sacrifice, hard work. Um, really showed us all of those things. Um, she was a cheerleader in high school, so she does have some sports background in there. Um, but a lot of her leadership and, and motivation she has shown us has been through, you know, when she was a, a nurse, 
um, at a psychiatric ward and when she just was raising us and sacrificing so much. And then daily now, it's my family. It's trying to set that same example for my wife, my kids, and doing that day in and day out is hard work. Um, but I try to lead and do those things. Without a doubt. And being a twin, I 100% agree. Those would be some of the things that uh, influence and motivate me uh, every day too. Do you have anything else day in and day out? Or are you just going to copy me? I mean, my faith is huge. I think day in and day out, believing in a higher power and letting that motivate you and kind of propel you to always chase what is good uh, and what is righteous has been huge in my life as well. Okay, great, great answer. But from Jeff B on Twitter, Who's harder to game plan for, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes? I mean, that's that's like a trick question. Like, you got to choose between Russ and Mahomes. I mean, we've seen Russ. We saw him in week two, and I think he threw like four or five touchdowns in week one and then versus us, we don't want to talk about the game. Then he came back the third week versus the Cowboys and threw another five touchdowns. So it's hard to— And not to be outdone, Pat Mahomes— Monday night decides he's going to throw five touchdowns. I was just going to say, you don't want to pick against Russ, but then I'm watching that game last night. I mean, I'm not last night, Monday night, and I'm just like, this dude is unbelievable. He's making throws all over the field, and he's throwing the ball to so many guys. So uh, those guys are just extremely tough, and they're very similar in the fact that they can stand in the pocket, they can make throws all across the field, but they can also scramble and pick up 30 yards on the ground if they need to. So uh, it's hard to pick between those two, but the dynamic of Patrick Mahomes is incredible i mean he can make every single throw last night he spread the ball around to so many different guys he threw a touchdown pass to an offensive lineman threw a touchdown pass to uh, the fullback sherman so uh he's a tough challenge and we've obviously gone up against him multiple times in his young career and it's always tough going against him man the guy throws the ball without looking he rolls out to his left and throws the ball back 50 yards so it's definitely gonna be a tough challenge and we know in the secondary uh, lace your track shoes up this week and get ready to run all game. Yeah, and I think it's like you said, he's spreading the ball around, and it's who he's spreading it to. You know, you obviously mentioned the guys that don't always show up on the stat sheet, but let's talk about the guys that do. The Tyreek Hills, uh, the Hardmans, the Kelseys, the Sammy Watkins, those guys consistently show up, and they're just tough covers. You know, these guys aren't, you know, guys who came in and just on the Chiefs, they were like, all right, they put them with Mahomes, and they're good. No, like Sammy Watkins is the top pick. Kelsey was doing that in Kansas City before uh, Mahomes became a starter. So was Hill. And then you draft a guy like Hartman. It just makes it so tough to go out there. You can't, and we've said this numerous times, you can't just key on Kelsey can't just key on Hill. Everyone has to play well on defense to just stand a chance to, you know, keep up with these guys. So it's an incredible test for us in the secondary and defensively because they do have a new addition. Yep, yep. Uh, we have the running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and he's tough. I mean, you watched him now opening week, that Thursday night game versus Houston. Uh, he's a smaller guy, kind of hides behind those uh, linemen up front. But when he shoots through there, man, he's breaking tackles and he's making uh, big plays for them. So uh, the rushing attack is something that they've had before. They had LaShawn McCoy, they had Williams last year. And now this kid is bringing a whole new attack for them. Obviously, you have Mahomes in the air, but that compliment of uh, Edwards on the ground is going to be a, another tough thing to stop. Coming this, is, this is what they call the rich getting richer. Dan Damian Williams opts out, guy who comes in and really sparks the offense. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire comes in. They don't miss a beat. So Kansas City keeps getting better with these guys. But uh, we have an update, you know, here um, 
Obviously, we're going to Kansas City this week, but you know, I think the whole NFL this week is kind of surprising with the news in Tennessee Titans uh, having eight people in total, three players and five personnel people um, come down with the COVID virus. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, we haven't had to deal with this, and now it's live, it's here. Um, but in our locker room, some of the things we've done is just try to stay on top of wearing masks, staying distant. Yeah. So um, things will now be heightened and be even more important. Yeah, definitely. And I saw they've already uh, they're trying to be cautious. They've uh, decided to work a, a little bit in some from uh, home working remotely and kind of clearing the building out to kind of figure out everything that's going on. And it's just kind of that reminder of just like, hey, we can't get too comfortable uh, because the virus is still out there. Uh, we have to be careful who we come in contact with, what we're doing outside of the building. When we're not at work. So I think this is that reminder that kind of everybody needs. Obviously, I hope uh, having played down there in Tennessee, I don't know who the people are, but I'm hoping everybody's safe and they're able to get well so soon. Uh, but it, it is. It's it's, it's a real life thing. And uh, as football players, you come in contact with people, other teams uh, every single day. You go out there and you play, you practice, you go out there and you play in the games. Uh, there is no mask on the, on the, on the game field. So uh, we have to make sure we're doing everything outside of that to be as safe as possible. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And before we go to break, let's let's get this real quick. Who do you have? Who won and lost the weekend? Let's start with let's start. Let's get the bad news first. Yeah, who, who lost the week? The Atlanta Falcons. They're losing uh, for the second time with a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, doesn't bowl well for them. Uh, the onside kick that they didn't recover versus Dallas and now uh, coming up short again. It's not, it's not their fault, though. I think Nick Foles checked into that game for the Bears. And once Nick Foles checks in, you know the rest. Who won the weekend? Who winning the weekend? We have Alden Smith, a guy who was out the league for multiple five years. years. Yes. Five years. Five years. Five years dealing with his own personal issues, but has come back and has been a wrecking ball. He is leading the league in sacks right now, and he is showing you the type of defensive player he was when he's left, and he's returned on the same warpath. So watch out for Alden Smith. Quarterbacks everywhere. And I think, like everyone, we love to see comeback story. A comeback story. Second chance opportunity and shot. Alden Smith for taking full advantage of that. So thanks for sticking with us as we wrap up the show. Double coverage with D-Mac and J-Mac here alongside of me. Um, but before we leave, we just want to give you guys a more than an athlete for the week. And it's one of our good friends, Malcolm Jenkins, who plays for the New Orleans Saints. What did Malcolm talk about? Yes, Malcolm has been uh, kind of helping leading the charge in the NFL of social justice, activism, and just getting out in the community. He recently did an article where he called himself an introvert and said he really had to kind of get used to coming out of his shell and feeling comfortable kind of in his own skin, being in the community and being a voice uh, for the voices. So much that he said in 2016, he started seeing a therapist weekly. And I think... Those are the type of efforts and the type of people that we want to surround ourselves with. And doing all of that, he said he's felt uh, drained and everything, but he's continued to lead the charge. He's, uh, he's now on CNN as a political uh, av uh, analyst on there talking. And uh, he's inspired so many guys across the league to get out and get outside of their shells and be an impact and an influence in their community. So more than an athlete goes to Malcolm Jenkins this week. And I think it's awesome when people get to see NFL players and a human element. Mm -hmm. It was a lot for him. He went and saw a therapist, helped him out. And when you turn on the TV, like you're always seeing Malcolm. He's involved in so many things, whether it's NFLPA, uh, whether it's a bunch of different things, he's always involved and he's always out in the community. So I think that's awesome. Definitely. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in uh, again this week. Uh, I ask that you come back next week. You go on to YouTube, you go on to iTunes, make sure you hit the subscribe button and make sure you check us out right here on Nesson each 
and every week. And when you check us out, one of the most important things you get to do when the show ends, you get to look at somebody and say, Mama, we made it! Because that's what it's all about. It's about telling your mama and telling everybody you made it. So keep working hard. We'll see you guys next week. We're going to go out here and try to get a big win on the road. Yes, sir. See you next week.